Episode 78, 79, 80, could be, whatever, <laughs> who cares, the podcast. Yeah, it's good. Um, TRT show podcast this week with Northside BJJ's black belt, Mr. Tom. Uh, what's the crack, man? <laughs> it's good, man. It's good. The crack is good. We've done a few rolls there, a few yeah. rolls in Northside. So anyone living on the Northside, Kulak, Donamid, Rahini area, basically where Tom is, is he's over... Mind over matter, Jim. He's his own matted floor area up there. And yeah. you, you're doing adults, beginners. Adults, oh. beginners, kids. Adults, beginners, kids at the minute. Going to hit teens soon. The teens will be probably during the summer we'll start so, doing the teens. Savage. That's it. Savage. Yeah. Savage. Yeah, it's coming with. No, nice few rolls in there with... Uh, I had a little roll with me nemesis. He used to be up in Charlestown. He always used to gauge myself off stake. And the last time I went with him there, he fucking nipped me up like I was in a bleeding sleeping bag. I was like fucking fuming, you know. Man, he trained so hard, you know. He just yeah. come down and he just was dedicated, and he like he just hit hit it hard every night, and um, and always working on his technique. And then never done competitions before. I said he always didn't like it, but I think just with that community feeling or whatever, he started being like, oh, I'll just I'll hit a few competitions, and then um, and then just felt comfortable in there. And smashed it, smashed it the last few. Won Dublin, won Dublin Open, Pat and Jones won, won Dublin Open, and yeah. uh, won what else? Let's see, Grappling Industries won that, and then it done the advanced division this time in Grappling Industries. So, uh, got I think he got bronze in that one, had some tough fights, but fighting higher belts and more, way more experienced competitors. Savage, yeah. savage, he's gotten really good, you know. No, no, slick, he's after getting slick in yeah. the past while, so um, for sure. So you started off, you're affiliated to Darrell O'Connell, East Coast Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Um, so now there's an East Coast Jiu-Jitsu affiliate. Is there any other on the north side? That's the, the north side. One. The next one is Drogheda. Drogheda, yeah, Primal. The next one Primal, Primal yeah, yeah, but Ben. So open Drogheda. Yeah, that'll be the next one now. And Ben's going there. He's gone strong a long time. Savage. Um, but yeah, brown belt under Dara. But yeah, no, nothing on the north side. Uh, just And no, no just Jiu-Jitsu gyms. You know, a lot of MMA gyms and stuff. But yeah. just Jiu-Jitsu gyms where you can kind of... it's. Um, you don't have people that are heavy into cage fighting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, competition, you know, it can be And it is a different type of jiu-jitsu, even though it's like strict jiu-jitsu, whereas MMA can be kind of grappling heavy. They'll sit in guard, sit in half guard. They're not going to go anywhere else. Whereas sure. strict jiu-jitsu, it's, it's a different animal. Sure. And it's a purist. It's, it's yeah, a lot different. For sure. And know? it's the same with like Thai boxing. Remember, you get, you yeah. get people that are just, you know, into that. And then yeah. you can't... The amount of time they spend on that, it just can't be, you know, all the other martial arts, you have you have to put this and this much time it's into tough. it. It's, it's tough. It's tough to get so good at them all, you know, it really is. like, yeah. um, And that's why I feel like it's never going to go away, you know, the purist. Yeah, yeah. The purist will never go away. Even though MMA gets more popular, I feel like the purist will never go away because at the end of the day, like, it, it's it's just deep. It's deep, and you know, yeah. like, jiu-jitsu is for sure. I feel yeah. like, yeah. It is. So, how did you come across? You're you're from Northside or Southside originally? Yeah, I'm from Ballybock originally. Okay, I'm from Ballybock originally, and then uh, we moved. My mum and dad they bought a house in Santry when I was when I was fifteen. Okay, so I moved up there, but I moved I moved out shortly after that. Um, shortly after that, so we were always on the north side, you know, and started jujitsu in started jujitsu in Team Balance with Ray Butcher. Okay. Ray Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. Started with him and Team Balance. He was always supportive. A great coach I had at the start. And um, after I got my blue belt off him, won the Irish Open, 
I won the Irish Open a few times at white belt, got my blue belt off him. Uh, then I went to Australia for a, for a little under a year ish and uh, got trained trained more grappling over there. I was kind of training MMA at the same time, yeah. you know what I mean? Kind yeah. of dipping your toes in a yeah. little bit. But I always felt my body was just better for Jiu Jitsu. I was always like, I felt just calm, calmer in Jiu Jitsu than striking. Um, and uh, yeah, came back from Australia and came back from Australia and wanted to really hit the competition scene hard. I was like, right, I, I never, never good at anything in my whole life. Do you know what I mean? I was always, yeah. it was always like kind of mates, drinking music kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. It was never yeah. a sport in my yeah, life. Yeah. You know, I did a little bit of swimming when I was a kid. But when I found out that I was like actually decent at something, it's like all of a sudden, the, yeah, just like, yeah. you know, <laughs> and I was late going into it. I started Jiu-Jitsu at 21. Right, you know, so it was late ish. Chase, that's late. Yeah, that's yeah. late. Yeah, yeah. No, it is for sure, yeah, especially, yeah. especially. But I hit it hard, you know. I hit it hard, and then when I came back from Australia, ended up going to Andy Ryan's. Yes. Won the Irish Open a few times, and then got my purple belt, and uh, then at the purple belt went over. I met Darrow at the Europeans, and he was like, "Stall it over." So yeah. I was like, and all those boys are, you know, they were getting really good, like yeah, IBJJF. Yeah. I think Dara was the first Irish person to medal at an adult IBJJF tournament. Right. Or the first one to win one as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, for me, that was like watching him at London Open was just, you know, it was just like, well, that's where you have to go. That was it. That was it. And then it's all history from there. Just every day, packed up my stuff from Santry, packed up my stuff from Santry, got a place in Blackrock, I think, for... At the time, now the rent was fifty quid a week. Right, <laughs> so got it. Got it. That was actually my friend's, uh, my friend's mom's house, and let me stay in a room for like fifty quid a week. And I think I was living on a ten or ten euro a day for about five years. And I uh, just hit a hard. That's your jiu-jitsu lifestyle. I was like, there was no, it was, uh, you know, it was a beach and a gym here, yeah, and yeah. then I had a house, you know, that yeah. I could afford. So yeah, it was big. It was um. Cause it was a long process, but that flew in, man. I was like, you know, it seems like a long time, but that flew in, you yeah. know. I remember the first time I ever heard your name was Richie Smullen was mad into Dean Lister and stuff at the time and footlocks and stuff. And he goes, There's a fellow up here there, there a few weeks ago. This was probably five, six years ago, yeah. maybe a bit more. And he goes, uh, Tom Berman is from the East Coast, he's kind of he's decent on the legs, and it's like. Ooh. <laughs> people that were on the legs that time yeah, were like just, magicians, you know, yeah, yeah. or even he does footlocks, does he? Yeah, yeah I did. I did a few straight. No, yeah, I used to do straight footlocks more yeah. so, and then I yeah, I got into the straight footlock for sure, the Achilles, and then uh, with the X guard, with Dara's X guard, it was kind of I was always able to kind of be strong and control that position a little bit, and yeah, sometimes I'd just really be able to get that a good lock on that position. The Achilles was always, and Dean Lister's uh, Dean Lister's tips really paid off because yeah. Dean Lister was like always about bellying out and yeah. always looking at the wall behind you yeah, yeah, bellying yeah, out yeah. looking at the wall yeah. behind you and that kind of stuff and then it high up on the ankle you know now I'm more into the I suppose the Mikey stuff the Musumeshi stuff on that side yes. and then the heel hooks as well loved it loved the heel hook entries that really when I started doing that obviously after my knee surgery but when I started doing that I was like, oh, this suits, this yeah, suits, yeah, you know, yeah, I liked yeah. it. Yeah. But Richie, Richie was always good, man. I think that time I went out with, um, do you remember Peter, um, big Peter from at Purple Belt, from, I can't remember his second name, Peter from SVG. Okay. Uh, but he, uh, he brought, he used to bring me out, he used to train with him and he used to bring me out to SVG 
And yeah, I used to roll Richie, and Richie was good at the hill hooks, but we never did any hill hooks. So I was like, fucking hill hooks. I was like, can't get these fucking hill hooks. You know what I mean? And then the straight foot lock, though, was yeah. always there. And if you went, for even like like my little Mickey Mouse jiu jitsu career, if you went near anyone's foot or her belt, they'd fucking flip out oh, like, flip you're out, fucking Asian. Yeah. What are yeah, you doing? Now it's like they sitting had... in the saddle. Yeah, now it's just sitting in the saddle chilling. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, people, yeah. Use, yeah, people used they, to hate it. They'd freak out. Yeah. Do the fucking fall the metal. The best, the best at it in the country was fucking Brendan McGarry so yeah like, yeah, yeah. the rest of the yeah. show and one time you were he, terrified of him yeah, one, one, one time know? he footlocked me man and he gave me a hematoma on my calf yeah yeah and he didn't even footlock me down at yeah. the ankle just gave me a big purple bruise on the back of my calf it was like my calf was going to rupture <laughs> it was crazy uh, but they were the man them days were fun like they were the old days coming and you up. were you were like doing all the IBJJF comps and you were doing yeah, loads of travelling yeah, medal, medal at a lot of the London ones medal at the, I always did funny thing enough I always did better in no gi than I did in gi but we trained gi more yes you know so like Dara was always in the gi I think we did one, when Dara was doing the ADCC trials we started to wrestle and do more no gi and stuff like that but most of the time we were training in the gi and but my style just played in I was a scrambler yeah. you know I liked to scramble so my style was um, played into no gi a good bit better yeah. you know yeah. And yeah, uh, so all my medals I have, uh, all my medals are from the IBJJFs are from the Nogi, a few bronzes, um, a few silvers, and British Open silvers and bronzes as well. A lot yeah. of that, a lot yeah. of that from a few geese as well, a few gee medals as well from the British Opens and the and the uh, IBJJFs in London. Yeah. Um, made it made a good good fights, good few fights deep in the Europeans, a good few times. Yeah. A purple belt, you know. Um, but uh, that was kind of that was kind of all my injuries. Then <coughs> injuries then play a big role in the mm-hmm. Injuries play a big role in your training. And mm-hmm. when I got my brown belt, I, I tore my ACL, my meniscus, my uh, cartilage got ripped up as well, and my MCL torn, and my ALL. So all all the majors, pretty Fuck. much except for my except for my uh, my lateral uh, my lateral cruciate. That was the only one that didn't. And lucky enough, lucky enough, the doctor was like, he went in, done the surgery, and he was like, oh, yeah, uh, we thought it was just ACL. So he went in, and you needed about three more. But he was like, because because you've no insurance, he was like, well, we've done them for you for nothing. <laughs> he was like, oh, good, so man. I was supposed to get the ACL in. He took my meniscus out, my cartilage, and uh, repaired back the side of my ALL here. Took sure. a bit of my took a bit of my IT band out. Yeah, brought it down. Sound. <laughs> yeah. <like> sound. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was funny man but the, the <coughs> knee after the knee heel hooks were um, after the knee heel hooks were just coming in so I was like in that mid space where I was like what the fuck am I going to do here am I going to am I going to um, am I going to just dive in head first and I just did I was like right just gave people my legs and I was like just tap 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 you know the whole yeah, time yeah. just giving people my legs watching the videos <coughs> turning the heel out I knew turning the heel I was like you know but it was a brown belt at the time yeah, so yeah it was funny every little blue belt latching onto it yeah exactly man, for sure <laughs> just Everyone. tap the brown belt and retire yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah. for sure and uh, yeah it was it was it was a tough road back after that for sure but I um, as soon as as soon as I opened the gym I got massive new life you know shot into my jiu-jitsu and it was like it was like my jiu-jitsu was always tainted by your negative thoughts do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. always tainted and I was always thinking to myself <clears throat> I was always like, how am I so negative or whatever? And it was always kind of like, yeah, you're good, but you're you're not that good. And, yeah. You know, always, always tainted. But then when I teach the lads jujitsu, there's just no taint. Win or lose, doesn't matter how, if they're bad in a position, I'm like, yeah, but you're savage. Because I can just see how they were when they first started. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how far they've come. I can see that and I can, and it's an honest, 
an honest view of their jiu-jitsu as opposed to your you know your own but your i think if you point. don't have that negative everyone every sports person i've been surrounded by high level sports people my mm. whole life and that one fucking serious stuff and every one of them if you don't have that imposter that's what gets you out of bed for sure you have to fight past that yeah to become good no you know what for I mean? sure for sure and i always i always found it hard to strike that balance between yeah. Between that imposter syndrome, like that that depression that it gives you, yeah, yeah, and that ambition to fight over it, that was always my hardest battle. The <clears throat> balance, the mind balance, you mm -hmm. know, it was always there. You know, some of my best my best win in competition was it wasn't even I think I think it was for a bronze medal. But my bet the one that I always remember was it was the only one I've ever fought back from losing and guillotined someone in the last 10 seconds right. and it was just the only one every other time that I fight my mind would beat me if I was losing yes. and then I would just beat myself right and then yeah. it would be I would never come back but that one I don't know what it was I just came back and was able to was able to tap the guy in that and got a bronze medal I think in London and uh, that but that win just stuck with me forever it was like how did you do how did you recreate that you know that feeling of coming back that's the hardest part yeah, you know, that's yeah. All the rest, technique, everything else feels hard, but the hardest part for me was always just myself, you know, beating myself mm -hmm. in there. That was always a big one. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm trying to trying to share it out with my lads now. One of my lads, he's fantastic. I've never seen anyone like get the positions down so fast, you know. Yeah. But he's similar to me, he's never done sport before. So that grit and that grind is just yeah. hard for him. That's his battle. Yeah. You know, so I'm trying to help him through that and I'm seeing myself in him. Yeah, I see yeah. myself and I see my own battles in him and trying to help him through that battle because the skill is there all day. Yeah. But if the mind isn't there in competition, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's not the same, right? It's not yeah. the same. You need, you do need both, you know. And it's 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 tough, like it's overwhelming, especially about jujitsu, like because everyone's looking at you. Like oh. if you're cycling or if you're doing something, you're yeah, in a race. Yeah, There's no so everyone's many. like, and even people like I was looking at about four matches at that grappling industry. Yeah. So I can look at four matches at once, yeah. and you're like, oh, he lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, everyone's sure. looking at you. And, you know, and if you're yeah, a you name, know. if you're a name, sure. it's like, you know when you come up against, or you're against someone from East Coast, or Max was ever, it's like, these fellas know what the sus is. In Jiu-Jitsu, do you know what I mean? For sure. They're up this there. You know, yeah. They're top in the country. They're known. They know so, their know, positions. He's not entering anyone that's not going to win. You know, sure. So this bloke is decent. So all the eyes are on them. Or... All the eyes are going to be on lads from your gym because yeah. they're under you. You know what yeah, I mean? No, for sure, for so sure. And I'm trying. And come with that. Yeah, and I try and try and say that to my lads. You know what I mean? Don't the pressure shouldn't be there. You know, we're always like some of them only have a few competitions under their belt. Mm. You know, and like the pressure is hard, but you gotta like love the process. I can't teach them. I can teach them everything coming up to the tournament, but I can't teach them how to be in there, and I can't yeah. teach them their own process of warming up, doing all this stuff. I can help yeah. them along that, yeah. but that that all that like. You know, people do mad stuff like they, they kiss their rabbits for yeah, <laughs> they have yeah, their yeah. process for yeah. the competition. Yeah. That's all you and I have to yeah. try and how do you nurture that through yeah. and that's the kind of stuff I'm going. Because I can understand jujitsu and I can give them jujitsu, but how do you give them the rest? You know, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the hardest yeah. part. Yeah. I listen to a few coaches and stuff like that and a lot of wrestling coaches I listen to, you know, yeah. um, a lot of stuff like that, you know, mentality because they seem to they're grappling the longest out of any yeah, grapplers, yeah. right? Yeah. So they know back to Plato struggles. Plato was a wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that mentality I think you know I think they have a best you know that grind out mentality so and obviously different different wrestlers like Dagestani wrestlers are different from the American wrestlers they're yeah. all about toughness <clears throat> the Dagestanis are all about the 
like better at technique the whole time, better at technique, better at technique, yeah. you know, the whole time. But when you when you hear guys like um, what's his name from America, the fucking I think he only was last one wrestler match. Is it Kel Sanderson? No, he's he's old now at this age. He's was on Rogan there a while ago. Oh, Dan Gable. Dan Gable. Yeah, of course, man. The Gable. So when yeah. you hear Dan, Dan Gable talking about that, yeah. he studied Russian positions, even though he couldn't read. What was in the books? Yeah, yeah, he was studying their positions. It's yeah, he like was a competitor for sure. Man. The Americans are all on like strength, brute strength, yeah. strength and condition. Whereas the Russians haven't really got all that fancy stuff. No, no, it's over all the years. about. And it's all yeah. about play, movement, strategies. not juice. Exactly, yeah, strategies. For They're sure. the best wrestlers in the world, the Russians. For sure, yeah, for sure, man. And that's the thing. Like the the Americans always prided themselves on how tough could you be? Like how yeah. tough is your mind? How far can you push? <clears throat> never recede, mm. right? And the, and then yeah, like the the uh, eastern side of it is all about like outsmart get the trip outsmart yeah. the guy if he's pushing pull right yeah, yeah. it's all about that kind of stuff feel, 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 feel it out feel. exactly feel it out and I love I love that yeah. style of jujitsu as well um, you know that whole like this whole like spamming moves or fighting fire with fire that's what I say to my lads I'm like why are you fighting fire with fire yeah, yeah. why are you doing that he yeah. has you he has you in a guillotine and you're just roughing it out yeah. right? I was like there has to be a position where you can get out of that right there has yeah. to be a way that you can get out of that without let's work it out yeah. you know don't just go out of this room going fuck I'm, get, I'm gonna go harder next day. Yeah. Think about it, you know. Really unravel it in yeah. your head. Live in the position. See where it goes. And uh, the lads, the lads, I think all appreciate that, you know, for sure. Yeah. That mentality as opposed to roughing it out. And when you see guys like Sadlayev, who's a monster, but how he moves. Yeah. You know, he's he's moving. He's he's feeling the yeah, person yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Are you seeing any the Dagestani That's guys? That's someone who's dangerous, get, man. I mean, someone who yeah. can someone who can do it all like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Not just be like, oh, I'm the toughest cunt on the yeah. <laughs> on the market. How, how, how how for being so big, how he flips, how he moves. Yeah. It's like he's doing gymnastics yeah. or something as <laughs> yeah. well. It's not just all oh, here. I'm getting you off the mat. You yeah, know? yeah. It's, it's crazy. Everything. Like yeah, it's yeah. crazy. No, uh, it's so good. And it's like the Dagestani guys in MMA when they get caught in guillotines. It's like they're not like roughing it out they're moving slightly moving turning yeah. turning and then once the squeeze is off they're gone yeah, it's, they know it's like they've been there safe everywhere that's yeah, what yeah. I mean and you can only get you can only get safe in your positions everywhere if you train the positions right a lot of people a lot of people coast that was one of my biggest fears it was do you know when someone gets good and they get good at a style in jiu-jitsu and then all of a sudden it's like all of a sudden that's their bread and butter and they yeah. don't want to be anywhere else yeah. and then I always used to call them like the the headlock guy or the, the pin guy yeah. whatever they wore in the gym they were that guy mm. and I always used to say to the lads I'm always like if I turn into a that guy yeah, don't yeah. kill me right I was like I was like if I'm there I was like kick me out of jiu-jitsu for good because I always wanted to be like right I'm, how do you do that position how do you do this position yeah. why are you a guy that's only good at this why are you this? why aren't you you know you're here every day you should be getting better in all your positions you know yeah. for sure and then living in the position is a big thing not being afraid to get tapped you know living in that position yeah. be like yeah choke me come on like, do you know what I mean living there you know I find some guys I'll, I'll, and I probably was like this earlier on but I'm different now even though I still love Jiu Jitsu yeah. I'm still passionate about Jiu Jitsu I don't do it as much as I'd like to do but anyway I put myself in, like if I come across a white belt or a blue belt, I'll give me back. Like, I, I want to escape that position. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, or I'll give him something instead of this like oh, battle. He's not passing me guys. So it's the hardest thing to convey to a beginner. It's the hardest thing. <clears throat> like they're just they're reacting to yeah, the touch, yeah. right? As opposed to acting out the touch and yeah. going through its process. That's the hardest thing about about the beginners class. But I feel like a beginners class then should probably be more like. 
right how to how to act in jiu-jitsu or how to like how to process the information in jiu-jitsu as opposed to just robotic positions right yeah. so if you can get a beginner to flow and move all of a sudden he starts to right he's like countering moving into positions he understands where all the positions are first and then he can start to really be robotic yeah. and be technical about it right yeah whatever but if you can get them moving first because that's the hardest part one of some the teaching beginners has been mad for me it's been like up and down because i used to like i used to teach beginners sometimes but we had a very specific curriculum to yes. teach them but now i've gone through like specific stuff just going right feck it let's just see where you go see where you end up and yeah. then right all the time so i've been going up and down with it um, and I find that the, the best combination is a little bit of stand-up for them, understanding where they're going, how to move on their feet, and then to the ground, and how to get back up off the ground, and stuff like this. But yeah. just flowing in and out, understanding where they're safe, and then all of a sudden you can start to teach them how to attack, right? Because then they're not just going spamming an attack move. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, or, oh, I do this move, and then they're everywhere else, they're freezing up. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So I saw, and give and under and them understanding, seeing the seeing the higher belts like yourself, giving their backs, yeah. and getting in armbars and doing that kind of stuff helps them go right. These lads don't care if they lose or yeah, in, yeah. in the gym, you know yeah. they don't care about that, you know yeah. for sure. And that's the only way you get better in those positions. Escaping armbars. Imagine you've imagine you've been caught in an armbar and you only you've only done it in not live drilling. You yeah, know you've yeah. only done it in in reps. And then all, you're just kind of freak out. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like if you've done it in live, if we're doing positional and we're doing it live all the time, you're like, right, I've been here. You yeah, know, yeah. I know in your mind then. Yeah. Right? yeah. For sure. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big one then, I think is going to change with jiu-jitsu yeah. um, in the next future, how to teach beginners. Yeah. And even, and that's a big one. like I was, I was looking at, say, I was looking at Marcus Phelan's matches at Grappling Industries. Yeah. I was looking at a few of the high-level guys because I, I love jiu-jitsu. I love watching it. I love oh, doing yeah. it. And I'm like, the reason why they're so good is they just do the basic stuff really good. Yeah. And it's like, and oh, my foot's on the outside, on the inside. My foot's on the outside. Yeah. And they never, you know the way when you come up a, a beginner and you pull it back three times, pull back. Oh, yeah. They're going to pull it back 20 times. Yeah, yeah. They're just keeping. Now, my two feet and my two legs, and they come up on a single yeah, arm. for sure. They came up on a single leg. Yeah, your man ran sure. off the mat. Marco's so guard retention is... A savage, man. It's outrageous. You know, his guard retention is so good. How to get past his frames and his legs. Yeah. Um, it's so good. And once you have that security, yeah. if you practice that, kind of security you have that guard retention all of a sudden you're just at a different level again yeah. do you know what I mean because your comfortable position is someone trying to get past your legs that's yeah. the hardest part of passing right getting yeah. past but you're comfortable there yeah. so how does that chap even match that level yeah. of comfortability mm -hmm. right and that's 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 what Marco's like you know he's so good in that and, position and the Polish guy he was against was like trying to sneak up pass pressure pass yeah. and, and half guard and so he was like Marco, breaking yeah. grip breaking grip breaking yeah. grip and then turning it you know what I mean yeah. it's like he's got Dara on him all day that's man. fucking yeah. like it, it's <laughs> It's, it's no. me and you were talking about it and people are probably good jiu-jitsu people are listening to me going what the fuck but it's like do repetition of that when you get rid of that little shit you don't get caught with the big shit for sure <laughs> you, know I mean? and you have to address things yeah, for sure. you have to address have things a second get if that. you're just letting someone if you're just letting someone stuck your leg and live in headquarters on top of you yes. and you're not addressing that situation you know, if you don't and you don't have your ins and outs to address that situation, that goes past. Yeah, you know I mean, gone. you're just you're just you're living in a defensive cycle. Then, yeah, you know I mean, yeah. you're just oh, you're letting this guy get you in headquarters. Yeah, it's like where you try and get Marco in headquarters. He has three or four different counters, you know, yeah. out of that scenario, yeah. and then he's in entering legs or whatever. But if you're just letting a guy pressure you like that or hold your head or pin your arm, yeah. you know, stuff like this, yeah, there's no that guy is you're in the defensive cycle and you're reacting to that guy. Yeah, that's one of the things teaching teaching beginners are not to react to those grips. Understand that you can react but you have to get yourself into a better position yes then. 
yeah, out of it, you know? Yeah. Don't just... Whoop, whoop, and then the guy replaces, replaces. Yeah, yeah. You get... I, I call it, uh, yeah, just spamming stuff or... What was it? You get into this cycle of just defend, attack, defend, attack. Yeah, People yeah. do. Man, that's a massive thing in, in gyms, watching that. Mm. But I feel like a co- that's a coach's job mm. to tell the person because that person in there, they're scared. They're scared of jiu-jitsu. They're scared of being choked. They're scared of looking stupid in front of a group full yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. So they're scared of all these factors. Yeah. But if you address these situations and make them feel comfortable and make them feel not scared of those tra- and understand that this guy is your actual friend. Yeah, he yeah. likes you. Yeah, you know, yeah. He needs you to train. Yeah, yeah. If they understand that, come in, and that's where communication comes in as well. But if they understand that, all of a sudden it's, um, all of a sudden he feels good when his friend taps him and he's like, how'd you do that? Yeah, you know, yeah. and then it becomes a problem to solve and not yeah. something to go out the door slumped down about. Yeah, yeah. You know? Ask him. Ask <laughs> him. He'll yeah. tell you. Show exactly. me that. How did you catch that? I ask people all the time. Irish people are shy of that, aren't they? No, I, I, ask, <laughs> I ask all the time. It's like, you caught me yeah. in that. Fucking show me that. You know what I mean? Man, and good people will show you. Yeah. Shit bags won't show you. Yeah, and then you know. And then you know. Yeah. <laughs> good people right. will show you. Yeah. Any really good guys I've ever asked, like, they'll always show you in detail and your hand was there and it should have been here yeah. they'll always show you and then the reason that is is because they're so secure in their jiu-jitsu that stuff they learn you know they're already on a trajectory yes yeah. here they're you like know what I mean? they, they know, and because they're so secure in their, mm-hmm. because their trajectory is this yeah. you know they're like yeah of course I'll show you that because I know everything you know yeah, I know yeah. I'm on this fucking trajectory yeah. you know I'm going to I'm learning all the time you have to catch up to me to even be that level yeah. do you know what I mean as yeah. opposed to so like that's that's why someone is like that. That's security, you know. And I want to try that, and I want to make that feeling for beginners in my gym security that they know they're not going to go in there, and somebody's not going to pull their head off, and then they're going to be out for however long. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to get a slip disc, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. at the end of the at the end of the day, you, I'm, you're trying to get everyone into jiu-jitsu. You're not just yeah. trying to get the athletes. You're not just trying to get the young kids. You're trying yeah. to get the guys that are 35, 40, 50 in as well. Yeah. You know, like it changes people's lives. We have a we have a guy who started. We have a guy who started with us at 45, yeah. 44, 45. Dead. I met him actually, I met him in the gym doing my doing my rehab for my knee. Okay. And he was just like, do you do jiu-jitsu, do you? <laughs> you know, that kind of way. And I was like, yeah, I do, but I don't have a club now or whatever. I'm, mm. I'm thinking about it. And I was like, you can go down to my friend's club down here. He has a he has a gym down in North Strand. It's 10 Planet in Dublin. Yeah. And I was like, you can go down there or whatever. And he's like, when are you opening the club? Right. <laughs> you know? And it kind of gave me a little kick in the arse. I was like, yeah. oh. You know, yeah. someone kind of wants to learn off me yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So he was one of the first. And he started at 45. And then he just, he was the beast of the gym. Dead. He used to play ga and he's broke up to bits. Yeah. But you give him you give him a bit. And then he was putting it on all the lads, like the 20-year-olds. And he's putting it on them all. And it's just like, Jesus, you know, people have a lot of life left in that they don't give themselves credit for. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of life in them, man. And especially, like, people, someone's, someone's laughing now going, at 40, you're starting jiu-jitsu at 40, are you? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Someone's laughing at you doing yeah. that. Do you know, and man, his mates all slag him. They all yeah. slag him. Oh, did you do this? And it's like, get down to the gym and slag him then. You know, you'll see how stra- you'll see how good what, he is. What then. kept me at it? So we were talking about, you, you said earlier on that you were going to run the kids' class just before the adults' class. Yeah. Your whole idea. Yeah. And your whole idea is how I started. So Yvonne was bringing Max to jiu-jitsu I kind of didn't really know what it was, but kind of knew what it yeah. was. And I was collecting them, and I seen, like, it wasn't grey then, but I seen these grey-haired opalists <laughs> going in. It's like, they fucking oh, do that as well. I'm getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking do that as well. So we went up the next week, and I done it. 
and it's been fits and starts, but I've always actively done it yeah. since then. Yeah. That was and 10 man, years ago. And man, that's, that was that's 10 years one ago. of the hardest things you can yeah. probably do in your life. Walk in at a, at a certain age to a gym full of killers. Do you know what I mean? Walk yeah. in at a certain age. And, you know, like, that's one of the hardest things you can do in your life. And that's what I say to my lads. I'm like, walking in the door. I respect people that just walk in mm. the door and they go here. And I give them on a the first class. I make everyone give them a round of applause. And I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is, you know, your first class. It's a hard thing to do yeah. to walk into a place that you think people are killers in do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. even though they're probably the nicest people you've ever you've ever yeah. been with in your entire life yeah. you know and um, that's one of the hardest things you can do and respect to anyone that does yeah. it you know I always say that but people don't give themselves enough credit in that way you know yeah. they don't want they they think they all want loads of people want to do it and they know they do you know and yeah. you can tell but they're always like that's not for me you know you can hear it in the video it's not for and me. I'm going to call you all the fuckers that message me on this <laughs> this podcast and message me on this Instagram page all you cunts there's Northside BJJ because they all live around here and they're yeah. all like yeah gonna go down yeah must I must <laughs> no excuses Northside Jiu Jitsu or if you want to do that. MMA this fucking ready's up but they're yeah. all like yeah must yeah you must and you're still not fucking doing it do it join the fucking gym I promise, if they, I promise if they walk in the door with the nicest bunch of cunts yeah. you've ever met in your life beginners <laughs> yeah. you know it's, it's it. every, every gym because it's so tough Every jiu-jitsu gym is welcoming because it's so tough. If they the don't be, they're not. They're gonna lose everyone. Yeah, it's, it's like a, especially after like two or three years. After a year, you're kind of saying to yourself, like we had lads at the beginning of the class being like, "Jesus, it's very hard, isn't it?" Very, and I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty hard." I was like, "This is probably one of the hardest things you'll ever yeah. do in your life for sure." Yeah. It's like I'm doing it now. 13, 14 years and I still am swimming in an ocean in the middle of the ocean looking around going fuck where am I what's my direction you know you still don't have direction after that but that's why it's so beautiful right it's an art in that it never changes my style now is completely different from what I'm doing yeah. there and I can grow and grow the whole time always um, and it never stops it never stops I see people for years it never stops once you have the passion and the love it never stops yeah and lads to be like, oh, this guy, you look, you make it look easy. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but I've been grinding for the last, yeah, yeah. you know, 14 years. And it's like, yeah. just because you're not here a year, you know, you have to have respect for this and it'll take you far. But people that, people that do love it and they love that grind, they end up just addicted. You yeah. Know, addicted, man, for sure. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> lads are good. But, but also, when I was a white belt, I think, what, would have been 10 years ago at this stage, mm. I'd done a drop-in class for a place in New York called Clockwork, Clockwork Jiu-Jitsu. It's in the village. Nice. And I remember just dropping in, paid me whatever, $10, getting into it. And it was kind of during the day, so it was 1 o'clock. And I came across this bloke, he's a brown belt, and he's 75. <laughs> he's 75. Best, and like my goal for jiu-jitsu was, when I get a blue belt, that's it. I'm going <laughs> to retire. It. I just kind of wanted to get a yeah, blue yeah. belt. That's what be he used to belt. say to me. Yeah, yeah, I get a blue belt. belt, and that's it. I'm going to yeah. retire. And after speaking to him, then I was like, I don't know, here. I'm going all the fucking way with yeah, this. Yeah. Because, like, he he just goes to me, we, I was a fucking white belt, and he goes, we'll just flow, yeah. And he was super off his back. He was Baron Bowler, everything. No He's 75. 75. 75. He could now be so flexible. Like that, yeah. And I was just like, oh, this dude's 75. So that's 10 years ago. And I was just like, now, I, I followed Clockwork Jiu-Jitsu. And he got his black belt then about four years later. Brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I was like, to myself, going, yeah, Jiu-Jitsu is for everyone. 1, it's for everyone yeah. you know what I mean 1000 percent like mm. like a lad like that that's my I love that do you know what I mean a lad yeah. like that and learning modern jiu jitsu as well yeah. you know it's fantastic mm. when you see that some people some people never pick that up young yeah. 
So it's fantastic when you see that. But and he took it up when he retired. He took it up at sixty-five and go. went down there every single day. That guy's eighty-five now. He's probably now he's probably been a black belt for nearly ten years yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, what's the difference? To that you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's yeah. still a black belt. You know what difference it make? And it might seem like such a milestone, but he's probably still rolling around. Yeah, or he's yeah. probably still learning a bit of jiu-jitsu. Mm. You know, at eighty-five. And I'd imagine he was like very picky going with me as when you get older you do be picky you, you know what I mean for sure, you and you're to, picky yeah. and, and fair play to him he showed me loads of stuff but I was like after I met him I was like no I'm going to go a bit further with this yeah <laughs> oh man and that's why it's so good and you can yeah. see that you know but yeah don't ever say to anyone that 40 is too old to start you know? yeah, that's what people do thinking yeah. I was like yeah. oh, I kind of that's just yeah. I was like I got upside that down on his head yeah, as well yeah. man he's like, slick oh. yeah. I was back and everything he was slick you know it's a funny so, insight yeah. you know so one good. of them he was kind of like the meows like his feet were on his hands yeah, yeah. like what the just, fuck yeah, exactly. Some people probably never get to that flexibility at 20, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, funny, man. And someone, you know, that you can't take that away from anyone that's done that. I mean, it's so yeah. good, like, to get there. Yeah. It is, really is. So I hope I'm rolling around at 75. I know, 100%. Yeah. So anyone listening to this, get into Tom, join up, beginner's program. Thanks. We're go- I'm going to ah. cut this short now because it's pissing rain. It is, on this. <laughs> I uh, really enjoyed it. We do an open mat every Sunday. We do open mat Sunday, uh, Sunday at 1pm and we have Friday at 6pm. And anyone's welcome to train. Anyone's always welcome to train. Come down if you're at a high level, if you're a beginner. Every hour, all the lads are always in there trying to lab it out, trying to always get better. And that's what it's about down here. It's just trying to get better the whole time. So if you're in that mindset, you can always come down. Have you any sure. girls in the gym? We yet? do. We have six okay. women at the minute nice. started. We have six women. A few coming in. A uh, few more experience. We have, I think our longest is now training about a year and a half. Nice. So six women at the minute. And that's really good because once you get that, that's what happened in East Coast. When you get that block of women training together, yeah. you get more. And then they all come in together and then they have their community as well. Yeah, in yeah. There. And, you know, then it, all of a sudden it becomes a different type of gym as well, you know. Yeah. Um, it's good. My wife was training jiu-jitsu for a while, but it was just like mostly men. And after That's a while, I mean, when hard. you're having bad days, it's just like fuck. it's hard. They have that advantage, you know, man, and yeah, it's yeah. like it's like being the it's like being the smallest guy in the room. Yeah, you know, yeah. fifty kilo guy versus everyone. Yeah, else, yeah. You know, it's like getting hammered all day. Very hard, very hard yes. to do that, you know. But John, I really appreciate this, man. First podcast, really appreciate. Nice this. one, man. So no much, worries. Man. Nice yeah. one. Um, get down to Tom's gym. Sign up. Try class, um, give this podcast a like, subscribe please, and um, thanks for listening. Thank you, appreciate it.